you flexing, boy, yeah, don't want no smoke. Why you flexing, boy, yeah, don't want no smoke. Why you flexing, boy, yeah, don't want no smoke. Why you flexing, boy, yeah, don't want no smoke. Why you flexing, boy, yeah, don't want no Everybody, welcome back to this episode of the Four Two Three Soccer Pod. It's a post-match rant. This is Jim, aka Chattagooner, on. Well, I'm not really Chattagooner on Twitter, and as always, I'm joined by Todd. Todd, where can they hey. find you? Hey, find me a great footballer where I'm full of all kinds of opinions that nobody cares about. That's right. No, a lot of people care, Todd. A lot of people care. Well, they they care to disagree. So. So, Todd, a lot of what we're going to talk about for the next about 15 minutes is going to feel a little like deja vu. It is. Yeah. It's going to sound like it's going to be deja vu all over again. Right. And that might be because I didn't hit record while we started talking. So, but to be honest, I probably brought up some stuff that nobody really cares about. Um Although I'm sure one thing, one little p- bit of nerddom, mm-hmm. you're probably going to add in here in a second. But mm-hmm. so let's let's just start off. Of course, what we're talking about this is a post match rant. What we talk about is the match we just watched, and what we kind of just watched yesterday was a two one win for Chattanooga Football Club over the Stars from Michigan. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> And since, uh, hey, since, since we don't have ourselves a J to uh, add in sound effects, then I have to do it. Man. You have to do it yourself. Yes. So, you know, okay. So what we normally start with Todd, and I, I'm going to say this again, I said it before about 30 minutes ago. I'm going to say it again. Now I'm going to make a request of the club to put out the starting lineup in formation. Not, well, I just checked the Twitter feed, and they there's been no reply to your previous request 30 minutes ago, so it's good that <laughs> you've requested again. So I looked at – and you can – I mean, they kind of put it in formation. They kind of put it – they start off with the – they start off with the back line. They go to the midfield. They go to the forwards. So that's kind of in formation in terms of the order that they're in uh, on the, on the, uh, the graphic. You know, I don't know why it's it's easy enough to create a formation, um, and, and maybe I'm the only person who cares about this. But so I, it leaves me trying to figure it out, and I couldn't, you know, right? I mean, I so initially I thought, is this a four? Is this a four three three? And I was really confused because I'm like, well, that would mean Sean was playing fullback, and I don't really like that. Not that I don't like. Sean, but I just don't remember him playing fullback. And that means Cutler was, it would be in the midfield. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Michigan stars didn't want that smoke and you don't want that smoke. All right. So just calm down over there. Yeah. So, and then I, so I said, this looks kind of like a four, three, three, cause I I was a little confused. And then the the club responds and said, no, it's a three, five, two. But by that time, the, the team had come out and gotten like, they had started to line up and I was like, Oh, I'm wrong. That's a three. So it was, it was McKinley, Spielman, and Sean across the back. Sean Russell, with hey, Cut- welcome back, McKinley. Yeah, yeah, and I've got a lot of things to say about him, positive things throughout this game. I was really, I was really quite oh, okay. impressed with him, to be honest. Hey, and by the way, I just want to echo the fact that I too would appreciate them putting out a lineup in formation because when you're cruising down from Old Bradley County and you come slide in sideways because you had to detour around the 75-24 split and take 153 down and, and then backdoor it through Amnicola and through the riverfront, and you having to jerk up the e-brake and run to the stadium at the last second, I would like to know what the lineup and formation is. Okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so we had uh, Cutler, Coleman, and Kazakh as the wingbacks. 
Tate is the deepest, I believe, in the midfield with Cam and Juan in front of him, with Brian Bement and Hofstetter as the kind of the forward pair. At least that's what I wrote down in my notes. Uh, I haven't watched the complete thing back to check that, um, but that's what I wrote. So I'm assuming, I mean, there's a good, there's, a, there's at least a 50% chance that that's right. Any surprises for you, Todd, in the in the formation? Ah, just the aforementioned uh, right back. That's right. That's you know, um, not the right back. You mean the oh. Alec? Yes, Alec. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the the right center back. Right center back. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was good to see him back in. It was good to see Tate back in the deepest in the midfield. It was interesting, you know, Cam and Juan in the midfield. That's kind of Juan's been there. Cam's been back and forth between playing outside and playing a midfield role. And then having Brian and Hoff up top, you know, it was interesting. Nagelstad is, uh, st- starts on the bench. and dude, you know, so- dude, did you notice, and we did not cover this the first time through, I did not see a single brace and or splint that was uh, adorning Brian Bement's body. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, nothing. Other I might than have saw the, some tape on a wrist. I saw yeah. some tape on the wrist, and that was it. And a headband. Otherwise, a what? Didn't he have a headband oh, on a that headband. hair? Oh, a headband. A headband. Well, I mean, that's not a splint or a, or a brace <laughs> in any way. I thought he was, number one, I thought he was cutting through the air pretty quickly. He looked a little more nimble. He looked a little more spry last night. And it took me a minute to figure out what it was. And yeah. I was like, huh. Oh, well, he, have, he doesn't have a brace on. Yeah, he looks spry. I'm sure we'll talk about that later on. Yeah, he'll probably be wearing another uh, splint <laughs> on his hand next time you see him. So, yeah. So, again, I, I, you know, it's good to see McKinley back, and I, I think there are some things to say about him that was that was really positive. Um, the first 23 minutes, uh, I don't think we did much, Todd. Um, there was a handball shout in the fifth minute. I, I can't really tell. Our players were – were pretty positive. Um, it was hard. I think it was hard to tell on the, my Kuju feed. I've gone back and, and recorded it and blew and kind of blown it up a little bit and slowed it down. It's really hard to tell. I may, I, I may put that up, uh, on Twitter so people can judge for themselves, but it wasn't called. Um, and then we go about the 12th and really, I don't think there are any real shots for the first 10 minutes. And then Todd, our first talking point there, first corner results in an open shot inside the box right around the penalty spot an open volley that goes right over the bar i thought when that ball went fell to that guy that it was one it was going to be one nil stars luckily he missed it we've seen this before it was virtually the same shot that detroit scored on uh, that two was off a corner, slightly different. That that ball went deep and then came back in. This was directly from the corner. Um, your your thoughts on that? My thoughts are the only thing that kept me from screaming profanity is there were women and small children in the immediate area. So uh, yeah, not good, not good at all. Because like, uh, I mean, the guy he he got he got good wood on it and man, he just sailed right over the crossbar. And like you and I said, man, that that just easily could end up in the back of the net. Uh, I, I don't I don't know like if this is a, a marking issue or marking technique or zone or whatever, but it needs you know I'm sure they're going to be looking at it on film and getting it sorted out. Yeah, I did. I, you know, I didn't notice. I know the one the, the one in Detroit that was man marking. I mean they were they were man marking there. I did not go back and look at this uh, to to really see. Um, I just I remember I, you know, I wrote down in my notes um, wide open volley straight off corner FFS is what I wrote in my notes. Um, and then just, you know, just shortly thereafter, and here's where you could, here's where you could, you could bring in some of the nerdery if you want, or I can introduce it. There's another shot central in the like center part of the field, right outside of the box, which I affectionately refer to. D. Right, yeah, right around the top of the D, right, was I referred to as zone fourteen. Zone fourteen, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so that's the again. That is. By the, the way, hit us up on Twitter if you're familiar with zone fourteen in in any sort of soccer term. Also, if you have some alternative meaning for zone 
meaning for zone 14. Hit us up with that too. I'm yeah. interested to hear. So I don't know what coach calls it. I don't know what, what we call it, but it's the area right outside the 18 in the middle of the field. You don't, I call it, I call it the Paul school, uh, Paul school's zone. That, you don't want to give up a lot of shots in that area, especially wide freaking open shots where they can line it up and, and take, and take pot shots at your keeper. It's not a great defensive strategy. So um, I have noticed throughout the throughout the the preseason and that there that teams were getting some shots in that area. Um, but they got you know, it didn't happen a whole lot against the stars. So it's not like this was a, something that happened over and over and over again. I just saw it this time about the 18th minute. They had a they had a shot. I can't remember if it was on target or not. Um, first time I noticed McKinley is about a couple minutes later, he had a really nice defensive header. He got, he got up. Uh, what I wrote is McKinley got hops is what I wrote in my notes. So he, <laughs> if, if anybody wants to see my notes, um, it's a, you know, reading them back a couple of days later is, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I find myself laughing at myself. So, um, that's the first time he really literally jumped off the page at me. Uh, you know, he, he, he really, he really, I thought he played really well, but again, that first 25 minutes, we did not create anything. Now you said you noticed some positive things the first time well, we talked about this. I, I don't, I don't mean, I don't know if it was necessarily positive. I just knew, I just could tell that there seemed to be a very intentional effort to push the ball up the wings and, uh, and try to uh, have our wings like beat their defender and put a cross in, or to cut inside and create something from from the outside. We virtually had no presence in the middle, um, as you affectionately call zone fourteen. Uh, we didn't try any sort of like combination play of the middle, uh, you know, at the top of the box or anything. Like everything came in outside the eighteen, uh, whether it be a long cross or or cutting in and putting a cross in, because everything. And also, everything seemed to come down that left side too. Yeah, uh, we were having a lot of success with that with uh, 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 Cossack. Yeah, Cossack. Yeah, and uh, so it, it just wasn't turning into anything once it got crossed. Either we were overcooking it or it was deflected, but just, there were just no dangerous chances that that really came out of it. I mean, I think a few went out for corner kicks and throw-ins, but overall, just just unfruitful. But as far as like getting the ball and pushing it down there. I mean, we were ha- actually having great success with that. It was that last part that wasn't coming to. Uh, and and to be honest, I'm not sure until we made a couple of changes in the second half, I'm not sure that that formula actually started working. So, yeah. So later so on, when was our, when was our, when was our first time our, uh, our friend in uh, yellow went down? Oh, well, the first time would have been around the ninth minute. Cause that's that was when, for his official jersey change, correct? I think I think the jersey change was even before that. I think the ninth minute was where it was I think that was a a corner, either a corner or it was a cross, and was, there was, was a, a coming was a, together. Hmm? Right? Yeah, yeah. You're you're right. There was a coming together, and he he and he went on that. he went down like he was shot, and and, and there then was, we had won another corner. We had won another corner though, and while we went out there to take the corner, he hit, did the full on jersey change for whatever reason and burn up another two or three minutes doing that. Yeah. And I mean, and I'm, I'm really done with giving him the benefit of the doubt. You know, you go out, he, he's had warmups. He's, it is no, it's not like there is not like he didn't know what the temperature was outside. Um, it's not like he didn't know, you know, how comfortable he was going to be in what, in the, the kit the he was on, wearing. The only benefit of the doubt I could give is if the, Somehow, what he was wearing was some violation of uh, uniform code, and the the actual the uh, center ref was making him change. Otherwise, I don't even know why the center ref even allowed it, and why. And if he didn't technically allow it, then why he didn't give him a yellow card for delaying the game right then and there? Yeah. So that's the only reason I might give him the benefit of the doubt on that is if the center ref told him he had to take it. I don't think the center ref did because the center ref notices him changing and he walks over to him. So I I, I don't think he, he, I I think he was already changing by the time the center ref walked over. I, again, it's one of those things where, Oh, it's too early to give a yellow card for time wasting. It's too early for that. It's only the fifth, sixth minute. Well, I mean, 
again, like I said, I'm not, I, I I won't give him the benefit of the doubt. I think I think it was just to waste a just waste a, a couple of seconds and slow well, down. Mission accomplished. Yeah, sl- you know, slow down a corner. Um, get allow give the give the, his players a little bit of extra time to get pr- get set up, and I, I, it was just it was just be, it was just baloney. So whatever. Um, then then he goes down like he was shot in the ninth minute, and then later on was the one that I think really, I think set the tone for what comes much later. Uh, is when there's a long ball played over the top in Sean Hofstetter's direction. Uh, their keeper comes off his way off his line outside of the box. He clears it, and Sean goes up and, and leaves his feet to kind of to to I guess to to take a poke at the ball. When he comes down, he grazes. Um, he gra- you know he does get the the keeper about halfway up his shin, and there is a little bit of a rake down, which I know does not feel good. But I can't really imagine a situation where just the way Sean was jumping, way he was moving, where his momentum was going, I just can't really think that there nah, was a lot of weight. Full on, yeah, my man went full on Neymar. When yeah. he felt that contact, man, he just yeah. went into full on uh, Academy Award winner, like the yeah. three flop roll, the, the grab the foot, the over on the face, the full on screen. Like he went for it. And, you know, all, like you said, all the intention to get our guy like sent off. Oh yeah, that Luckily, was that was yeah. He was he was at, he was going for a red. I mean, he it, there's just no doubt in my mind. He wanted he he's going he was going for a red card there. He got a yellow. Um, and to, and, and to Sean's credit, Sean didn't really. I mean, you know, he didn't really protest that much. Uh, however, <laughs> it happened right in front of our bench and, uh, our coaching staff and the subs were not impressed with the performance. So, uh, Fuller made his feelings known, um, clearly to, the ref well, to and fair, then to the like, fourth everybody row. was already everybody was already tired of his crap by this point like yeah. i mean he had already like this it, it was just ridiculous even by this point and you know the guy was camped out right there at the 18 the whole time he played way off his line really aggressive and you know i kept thinking he was going to get burnt by that eventually and i thought we had a couple of chances maybe we could have got him uh just the ball didn't fall the right way for our guys but yeah, I, I still I thought the whole game it, this is he's gonna get burnt playing off his line like that, and uh, like like I said he you know he had to full on commit to get to that one from Hofstetter because if he hadn't got it he was in no man's land. Yeah, 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 and and you know like you said if he hadn't got it he was still gonna go down roll around and pretend you know to to oh yeah one hundred percent to hopefully get a call and he got the call. Uh, Hoff got a yellow. Um, I don't know. It was a foul. I do not believe, and it, and many people may say, "Oh, it should have been a yellow." I don't know. It didn't look dangerous. It didn't look intentional. Um, you know, whatever. So we go the rest of the. I really have nothing written down for the for the last ten minutes of the game of that first half. Um, I don't know why. I don't really remember anything happening. There certainly wasn't a whole lot. So we we enter into the half nil nil. And we really didn't create anything. You know, I, I think. Well, I, I agree. I agree. There, there was nothing there. And luckily, sitting up behind me was a, a source that I went to because I was curious about how we appeared to be. I don't know if we were overloading the side or not, uh, you know, up the wings, but everything was getting pushed up through there. And I was like, Man, that, that's got to be intentional. Like, it has to be. So I went up and I talked to my source. I'm not going to tell you who it is because I don't, I don't want him getting in trouble in case he's not supposed to be like sharing things or, or whatever. But, you know, he pretty much confirmed that that is something that he knew that the team had worked on uh, that week and uh, was pushing the ball wide and dumping in crosses from the outside. And he, and, you know, he's like, you know, that, that part seems to be working. It's, it's the getting in the final product that, that, you know, CFC wasn't producing. Uh, so, so let me, let me just be a voice of a devil's advocate. Sure. We are pushing the ball out wide, sending in crosses where there's nobody there to Brian Bement. That's right. And well, I mean, he's not the tallest player. 
Yeah. I mean, he's aggressive. It, 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 right. It's right. It's not like it, it's not like uh, McGrath's up there. Right. You know, or or uh, Nagelstad so or Sean or uh, Juan for that matter, who's probably one of our taller players. Um, well, he was Juan was kind of trying to. I mean, you, I could tell that people were trying to push up, but there would just seem to be this huge void in the middle of the field, and I tried to take a picture of it a couple of times. And it, there was just really nobody there. You mean uh, avoid at where? At least in any numbers. At least in any numbers, there was nobody in the middle um, to be crossing it into. Like I mean, oh, the box yeah. was just packed with white jerseys. Yeah. So I, it, I thought, I thought at some point we would change the strategy, and I would, I hoped that we were going to do that coming out at halftime. All right. So we did. We come. We come out at halftime, and very quickly. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know what happened. I I wrote down um, Cutler. Oh wait 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 wait. Side note. I got a side note. Yeah. Okay. If anybody didn't notice in Finley, uh, the taco truck no longer parks uh, <laughs> at the what at the east end of the stadium. It actually has a concession stand now inside the stadium. Oh and, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Right. Well, oh, this is an improvement in my book. Oh, okay. Not to mention they now serve manganadas. And if you've never had a manganata, you need to go down there and treat yourself and tell them the great footballer sent you. It's not going to get you a discount. You, They're you not going to know who I am. Can you tell the uninitiated what that is? Oh uh, no, it's so much. I mean, I would need a whole like podcast just to explain what it is. You just need to get on your old interwebs and do the googly search and figure it out. But I'll tell you, it's kind of a. Uh, in short, I would say it's a it's a mango based drink with some spicy stuff in it. And that's all I can really say. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. the the people have learned two things. Zone 14 right. and the manganata. Manganata. And remember, people, while you're enjoying your manganata, be sure and cover your zone 14. Manganata? Uh, nada. It's a D. Manganata. Okay. I don't need it. That, that doesn't need to happen again. Oh, there it is. Manganata. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. You can get one at Baskin and Robbins. Straw, it's got to have. No, you can't. Yeah. No, you can't. That's what it, I'm. Listen, the first. Yeah. You, I mean, I, the BR 31 and Brainerd does not have the manganata. When I do. Let's, let's, get, let's get real. <laughs> when I do. When I do a search for manganata, the first ad is Baskin Robbins. There is no manganata at the BR 31 and Brainerd. Don't kid yourself. Okay. Well, I'm just telling. I. I yeah, I'm just telling. I'm just saying what the what you told me to go to the internet. And that's what I did. So we come out in a halftime. I, I wrote down in the 47th minute, we had a turnover that led to a shot. I don't know. Uh, and then I wrote CFC fans have had it with the refs. <laughs> oh, no doubt. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but they were, um, there was a couple of people sitting close to us who were fairly aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah um and here's then, the thing it, I think that it seems to be i don't know what the deal is like coming out at halftime starting to get game, we have this tendency to like come out a little flat for my taste you know? and i don't know what it is and usually when this kind of thing comes up nobody can ever put their finger on exactly what it is but i thought when michigan came out last night i thought that they had a lot more of the ball like when we started out the second half and they were kind of like um I mean, it wasn't anything pretty or it wasn't anything like, I guess, uh, that felt imminently threatening. It just felt like they had the ball a little too much in the wrong places on our end of the field. And, you know, you just kind of get that eerie feeling like the ball's banging around the box a little too much. You're getting a little too many, you know, too few many like crosses in. I kind of got that feeling, um, you know, coming out maybe in about the 50, uh, 50th minute, something like that. It just wasn't sitting right. Yeah, I, I think I do think the beginning of the second half was a little bit like the first half, and but I did I did start to notice about maybe ten minutes into the half, about the fifty fifth, um, maybe about maybe the sixtieth minute, we really started to to slowly create some things. Now we. Um, we did have some changes. I thought we not, there weren't any changes at halftime. When was the first substitute? 
I have no uh, So notes. that wasn't till actually it wasn't till the 63rd minute. So it's a little bit later than I thought. That's when we were brought Nagelstad on for, for Kassik. And I really thought at that point we were changing system. I don't think we did. I think we still kind of maintained that, um, that, uh, three, five, two, but we brought in Nagelstad. We, uh, Kassik came out and I don't remember who went to, uh, left back, left, um, so Nagelstad went, I believe Sean dropped into the midfield and maybe Cam dropped to left. I can't remember who dropped to, to left wing back at that time. That that would sound right. And I remember, I remember that switch being made and I was like, well, I was like, clearly that's not a light for light switch. So somebody's right. moving around. Uh, cause obviously Nagelstad went up, went up top. Yeah. Um, and and so there yeah, was that, that I, there was right right after that, and I don't know if it's just hindsight because they score very soon after the switch. Right. I like. I thought they second. looked a little. There was some confusion. Like Forty five seconds. Huh. And, and I mean, it was it was really cool. thirty or forty five seconds like after that switch. Yeah. Uh, happened and. You know, if it, it was confusion, but we definitely looked kind of slow to react and like you know, kind of last ditch defending. Like, uh, it just looked very annoying. The reason why I say that the attack came down our left side, which is where those changes were. And they come in and they play they play a ball and into the middle. What's that middle called? Right outside the box. Oh, right, right in, right into our zone. Zone, zone, zone fourteen. They are which well actually it'd be our zone five, Uh, whatever Uh, zone fourteen. Um, it's their zone fourteen, so it's the area right outside of our box. And if you stop it when they play the ball in, our back line is very deep. I thought we played pretty deep, um, with our with our back line, and I'm not really sure why. I mean, I felt like I felt like I was. I, was, I remember at that point, I was a little concerned because I remember we weren't closing down the the space with the person with the ball. Like that was concerns. We were playing way too far back. Yeah, I felt like I, I, I remember fe- people in the crowd was. I heard somebody go. Heard somebody go. Step down. I was like, yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard a step. Yeah, yeah. I, I a, mean, I felt I like I was at my kids. Space. I felt like I was at my kids like middle school high school game step step because uh, and so they they play the ball in there is nobody so you know thanks to our football lines this is this is uh 10 yards outside of the 18 so um the the player there's nobody there he turns and just cuts us and cuts us in two he plays a through ball to a guy who is you know, we have, we have five, we have five people in the box. The stars have one person in the box. The one person, beat five people with one, the one, one person one gets the ball. He plays it. And Sean is, is, is Sean steps to him is a one touch pass to the inside in between Sean and Spielman. The guy, takes a couple of touches and fires it to the far post. I don't know about fires it. Well, he not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's kind of a bouncy ball and they score. It's, it's just kind of really sloppy play right outside of, right outside of our 18. And, and it's just a goal that, I mean, it's not, listen, they scored it. So, you know, full credit to them. But at this point, I'm like, I think I even I think I tweeted and the in in and now that I'm watching after it the team like huddles up together. Oh yeah, they had a they had a they had a. It was around that time. It was about that time I tweeted out something like we're we're pretty close to crisis mode here, and you know after after that there was a pretty quiet period of time. You know they uh, the, we went back and forth a little bit. We did a double change around the 70, maybe 76, 77th minute. And at that point, I think that's when Marcano and Brett Jones came in, but Mint and Cutler came out. And then I believe we switched to the four, to the four at the back. And so it's a, it's a pretty nice, it's a, it's a nice goal that, that we score about four or five minutes after they come on. And it's a, it's a ball that's played 
yeah, the, the ball over to Jones on the, on the left, left side is a great ball. You know, he settles and then it just goes from there. You just like the, it's like he ends up assisting himself in a lot of ways, right? Cause he plays the ball back inside to Juan. Juan plays the, the ball back down into Marcano. And without the Jay Cayley, um, uh, I guess, film of it, you, you might not ever know that Marcano gets subtle the most touch. Mm-hmm. subtle and of touches just to, so yeah, you know just to set the ball you up. know the drill that every u9 u10 u11 all the way up the drill that they play the ball to the coach the yeah. coach settles the ball and you right shoot there. that's exactly what that was so so he plays the ball back to Juan. Juan passes it through through the lines and and, and marcano just settles the ball and jones just finishes I mean, just ever so slightly, just the just the slightest of touches, and and but but as soon as as soon as that ball hit the back of the net, you knew it was on. From that point, you knew it was on uh, because from the time that the change was made, Marcano Jones comes in, things started to change from there. Like I said, there, there seems to be a little bit of confidence that started to grow. Uh, some of the things that were happening, and then it culminated in that good. You knew that, okay, we got, you know, we got 20 minutes to get this equalizer. Yeah, so yeah. we waited 25 yeah, we did. minutes. So I don't really remember a whole lot. I mean, again, th- things seem to go a little bit more in our favor uh, after after the, the switch. And let's just go, let's just go then right to the end. We, you know, we go into stoppage time. The first thing I want to say is when when the fourth official put up two minutes, I uh, was not impressed. There were I screamed. Thanks for the home cooking. <laughs> I mean, there were two goals. Wagon. There were six. There were like what five or six substitutions. There were some stoppages in play. Two minutes. Yeah, I my my first thing is it was two minutes. Was so my my son was like, oh, it's gonna be about low. two minutes, and I'm like, no way. I mean, there, there's been two goals, all those subs. It's gonna be at least four. It should be four. I mean, hell, the first half there was five minutes. And there were no goals, no subs, and I know the keeper. No, there was just a there was just a keeper yeah. that couldn't stay off the yeah. ground. So. And so I just I couldn't believe it. And so we get through those two minutes, and you know what's interesting is like right near the end of the two minutes, I believe is is um, when they sub on Vang. Right, like the right. 92nd so, minute. Right, and, and so at that point, at that point, I, I told, I said, I said out loud, I said, as soon as he throws this ball in, it's going to be over. But then, just like you said, this whole substitution process started yeah. where they were trying to bring a guy on, and at first he's like, kind of gets waved off, and then he gets waved to come on. Yeah. Well, then the guy he's subbing on, he like – he starts to walk across the field. He makes it halfway across the. The rep is trying to get him. The center uh, rep is trying to get him to walk off the other side, which was much, much yep. closer. It was only about ten yards away, and he starts to make his way across the field. Yep. And he said, "No, go off on this side." So then that that goes on for like twenty seconds, it seems. And then when he finally decides to walk that way, then he undoes his captain's armband, and then he has to don, you know, have the whole like christening process <laughs> of putting that on someone else's right. arm. And then he finally decides to walk over and get off the field. So, and right after that's over, I could tell that the uh, number one, I'm surprised he didn't. He get did. A yellow card. He got card. He got uh, a card. Oh, yeah. did he? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I must have not seen it. So. He gets a yellow card, so that tells me already he's pissed off the center, the yeah. center ref. Okay, and I told I told my dad who was sitting with me, I said he's going to make them clear the ball past midfield before he blows this whistle. I said that guy has added on a bunch of time. Yeah, and uh, sure enough, yeah. sure enough, and I I'll stand by if that guy just walks off mm-hmm. the field as soon as the sub comes on. We throw the ball in and the game's over. Yep. And then because what happens is we throw the ball in, it gets cleared across the other side. We throw that in and the handball happens. And it was a handball. Yeah, I, Thank you, Jay Cayley, for that <laughs> footage. Anybody who says that that's not a handball. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, we got two players sitting. No, it's the, the, his, his, his arm was not all the way down by no. his side. It was yeah. out. It changed the trajectory yep. of the ball right to their defender yep. who cleared yep. it. This is, 
it's not even yeah. close. I mean, listen, I've seen those. I've seen those waved off. We've all seen handballs like that waved off, but I've seen a lot of them given too. So, it's 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 more. Uh, I mean, I will say this: it's it wasn't a bang bang play. The guy watches the ball come all the way across the yeah. field and still somehow handles it. <laughs> I'll say this: it wasn't it wasn't as bad a, a handball as the one that didn't get called a couple weeks or like a couple weeks oh, ago. Snap. But anyway, um, you know, it got called, and and then Nagelstad steps up. Well, after after there's a you know a long powwow. Um, yeah. yeah, and by the way, you can tell like the hype is already starting. Like, I could tell one of their number fourteen for them was already jumping around like he was about to. He was about to go to his first like after school like fist fight like you could just tell like he was like really angry. Yeah. So they 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 completely surround the center ref and they you know they start talking and and two of them get yellows. Um, they still talk. They still talk. They still talk. Nagelstad you know lines up, kicks it to his left. I think the keeper's right. Yeah, uh, keeper's, keeper's right. Yeah. You know, as good as a keeper, as good a keeper as he can be in terms of shot stopping. That, that was not effort. a good effort. I mean, he does not. It wasn't. I mean, the penalty was good, but it wasn't. Right. It was savable. Right. Uh, man, he dove like after the ball hit the back. Yeah. Of the yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure what he maybe he got froze a second. I'm not I don't know. But uh, he went the right way, but it was very slow uh, in, to make a decision, which is fine because it goes in. Then Nagelstad runs around the back of the goal and comes back around and decides to mm-hmm. give commentary. Well, uh, right somewhere, somewhere around the back, he picked up an injury. I noticed who picked because by the time he makes it around the oh, yeah. front, he, he pulls up yeah, he lane does. and he gra- goes in, he grabs, right. he grabs his yeah. shin. So I don't know what I don't happened. I, I looked at the footage yeah. and I couldn't find yeah. it, but yeah, he goes down right in front of the keeper. Um, yeah. But I didn't see the keeper injury. No. So. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh CFC engages in a little shit housery of of our own. Um I'll say this. Uh do uh, do I wish that he hadn't done it? Yes. I wish he had just run straight to the center circle, kicked the ball or given it to the stars, had let the stars kick off and the ref would have blown his whistle and we could have, you know, gone off with a two, one win. Um, so he does that and then gets up and I, I will say this though. And, um, you know, I, I have, to, I kind of think this means, although some of the Twitter things that have happened since then, I wonder one, I don't know if you saw this, but Juan and some other player immediately go to yep. the keeper and, Yes, and you know Juan puts it, and they they appear to have made. Peace. Yeah, it's like I, you know, it's clear that Juan is, you know, either saying like, "Hey, man, I'm so I'll talk to him," you know, or you know, "Hey, it's okay, just chill right. out." You know, he's trying to settle things down. He's doing what a captain, and I thought he did a good job. Matter of fact, the keeper looked really calm at that yeah. point. So, you know, so they talk, they go, and and that should have been it, right? You know, um, I will say this: right. Nagelstad should have gotten a yellow. How? the heck does he run all the way around lay down in front of the keeper get get (laughs) up run all the way by their bench blowing kisses gets all the way to the center circle and doesn't get a card how i'm tempted to say it but i'm not going to tempted to say what i'm not going to say it okay (laughs) so i don't i mean Whatever, uh, you know, if he gets a card, he's no, talks. it is, it is amazing. No, it was, it was totally your, your spot on. It's totally deserving of a card. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, but, but at the same time, that was, uh, that was 96 minutes of putting up with stars crap. And eventually, you know what, even playing the good guy all the time gets old. And when yeah. you get a chance to stick, get back to him, sometimes you just can't let it go. So, you know, this is going to be one of those games that ends up going down in CFC lore, like the Miami uh, United game. Uh, you know, so he makes it back up to the center circle, and they kick off, and it blows up, you know, it's dead. Like, like the game's over with, mm-hmm. whatever. And, of course, you see the keeper. He makes his way. He's going to – I mean, Juan may have asked him not to, but he was going to have his say to Nagelsaw. And that's fair. That's fair. All right? So they go toe-to-toe at, at – Yeah, but the, the problem circle. is – 
the problem is he d- he doesn't just say he walks up and puts his hand at his throat. Yeah, he d- can't do that. He doesn't. He doesn't grab his throat. Okay, I thought he did uh, initially, but is he thing, actually you can't touch? You can't touch as soon as you touch. Like it's right. on. Yeah, he but he goes up to him and puts his hand up in his face, up towards yeah. his throat, up in his face, and as soon as that happens, uh, it's well. What happens is when I see the the Jake Haley footage, as I will refer to it, uh, immediately when that happens from way over on the sideline, I just see this white glow uh, start to get closer and closer, and yeah. as it gets into view, I can see it's Pipe's smile. Yes. Yeah, he right? is smart. And I, it looks yeah. like he's just been to the dentist because all of his pearly watts are showing. Yeah. And I could tell, like, it was on. Like, you don't come in, you don't touch my guy. You touch yeah. my guy, you're going to get touched. Yeah. And that's so what he shoves, he, set it off. He, he shoves the keeper. He gets shoved. He then tries to, then pipe turns and t- and kind of shields uh, Nagelstad, who, who didn't, who clearly didn't need any help. Like, if you watch the keeper go up to him, Marcus is just standing there like, I'm right here. You know, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't flinch right. and, and he's not a small guy. So, um, he, and so he, and now Marcus, we're just going to go into our evaluation of, of, of this, this post, this is a post fight analysis now and our yeah. reaction to kind of what we saw in different segments. Uh, yeah. so yeah, you noticed it, that he, he wasn't backing down to the guy and I didn't, but you know what? Pipe's still not going to let you touch his guy. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So, so that shove happens yep. and then, and then I don't, you know, I can't tell Phil clearly gets, he goes for their keeper. Okay. This, um, this is, okay. This is one. This is just like hockey, right? When the goalie comes out, does it to fight? Does the other goalie stay in the goal? Uh, uh-uh. no, he goes right <laughs> for the other goalie. That's right. how this works. Yeah. So you he had position. Yeah. He goes right to their goalie. I don't know if he actually makes contact, but as he's doing that, somebody from the stars bench, like before Phil gets to the, before Phil gets to their keeper, this guy is after Phil. Like you can see him. He, he makes a beeline. He has to go around, around some of his own players, some of our players to get to Phil. He then trucks Phil and puts him on the, puts him on the ground. It's not a punch. It's a shove tackle. I'm not really sure. And when he does that, Dixon is there. Dixon gives him a bear hug and like takes him away and, and gets him out. I I think I tweeted today. uh, Dixon picked him up like a petulant child. Yeah. uh, He got him out of there, but not until not until they knock him on the ground. And so Phil is on the ground. There are two, there are two Michigan players standing over him. And that is all that Brian and Cutler. see. If you go back, if you go back and you watch it, uh, the film there, right at that moment, you can hear this, the slow bugle come in and you realize it's the cavalry coming (laughs) and overcomes. Here comes air bement. Yeah. Right over the top. Here comes yeah. here comes Coleman. I think it's and Cutler Coleman Brian, who comes. Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and Brian says, you know what? If I'm getting a red card, baby, I'm getting all this red card. And yeah, he does. And so, yeah. So he, I guess it's hard to tell from Kaylee's, but I think he throws a punch, um, or at least a, a forearm um, to Vang. Oh, yeah. Who, um, and then he and thought then, he's he, he must have thought he still had the splint on that arm. <laughs> well, and then after that, it's just a little argy bargy, and it kind of breaks up. It turns into yeah. just a bunch of people talking, including everybody's favorite George. owner. Yeah, yeah. Who just so who, so so George barges out on the field. Building, uh, I thought my by the time he got to midfield. So uh, luckily, he did not. Um, uh, didn't. Looked like he had anything interesting to say. Uh, coach was out there, um, so I don't think he wanted any of that. So yeah. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it was a, it, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it did make me think. It did make me uh, remember the Miami, you know, the Miami United, where the where their keeper ran after the refs and had to be in the, he had to be detained by. Chattanooga Police Department, the Chattanooga Police Department officers. After he put his fingers in Greg Hartley's mouth. 
<laughs> that was just yeah. Which so, still, which still, which still. No matter what, kudos to Greg Hartley for absolutely not even reacting. Right. To that. Mm-hmm. I, that was just. <laughs> how yeah. do you even not react to that? Yep. And so it's a two. I don't know what do you. Is there anything else? You know, I, I, I think it's Look, fair to say not, there's it, nothing else to be added to this. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah, it shouldn't have happened, but. Um, Look, I'm not going to clutch, did, but it did happen. You yeah. Know and I'm it not clutching pearls about boys, it. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We said going in, this is a short season and we, we started out with a loss. We had to have all three points. Yeah. Okay. And I, I said in the last podcast, I don't care how you have to get it done, get it done. And that was my most disappointing thing about the game out in California was that it lacked what last night had. Right. It, like you could tell that they went for it and it was going to be theirs. And if this culminates into some unification uh, event where the rest of the year, here's the thing. They know they got each other's back now. There's no doubt about that. And this is I think this is going to be some event that gels the team together. And I am excited to see how they move forward after this. I mean, we got a couple of uh, non-league games coming up against uh, North Alabama and then against our friends, the Revolution, who play on the wrong side of Atlanta. but. You know, let's just see what happens from this point. I'm not going to be surprised if if we see a a different uh, team after this. But through 75 minutes, it was pretty dark. Um, it was pretty dark. We did not create a whole lot, although the second half was better, a little bit better than the first. We had periods in the second half where I felt we played well. Um. But it wasn't until the 75th minute where where we got there's a sense of urgency and that and it was a I mean it was I think it was part of it was uh, Jones and who came on for with him um, Marcano Marcano you know that change the change in system you know did spark a little bit uh, in us we got that we got that decent goal I think their keeper probably should have saved it but it bounces and that's always you know those bouncy the bouncy shots right in front of the keeper are always a little tricky um go anyway the the goal went in that changed the game as as goals are want to do um and uh and we went on and got two and got the three points I mean it's that's all that matters in the end um uh, you know, but it was not good for 75 minutes. I, coach has got to be concerned about um, it was the same well, kind the, of stuff. I think, I think that the tactics, if, if there's two things that the tactics have got to change. Number one, we got to get quick pumping balls like in for corners, like from crosses when they really haven't produced anything for us. We've played our, I think we've played some of our best stuff when it's come up the middle and we've played like one and two touch up this this stuff like pushing it up the side and blasting the ball in the middle just hasn't been very satisfying i don't think it's been very productive either the other thing defensively we gotta we gotta get solid in the back i mean you know you can talk about the xg and it's not you know it wasn't very threatening shots and that sort of thing but you know when we're getting leaving thing you know shots open from this the six and from uh and it's consistent and and you know we're not covering our zone fourteen as you like to say, and it's consistent that that yeah. then that's a problem. So uh, I'll be interested to see what we do moving forward. I wonder if we're going to experiment against North Alabama uh, and against um, uh, uh, the Revolution. I'll be mm-hmm. interested to see like what we do if we u- use those as some games to experiment a little bit and how we move forward going into the NISA season. Uh, I would also like to see. Um, uh, I would like to see a little bit of experimentation for sure because I, I think I just don't think this is producing what we want. Yeah. So the ne- like you said, the next two matches are friendlies May fifteenth. That's next Saturday at four o'clock Central, so five o'clock Eastern, at the John Hunt Park Championship Soccer Stadium in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, and then uh, we go turn around on the following Wednesday and go down to McDonough to play the Georgia Revolution. And then after that, we still have 10 days off. So we don't play that following weekend. We play the weekend after that. And that's the Maryland Bobcats, uh, May 29th at 730. So um, we got two friendlies. I think I'm going to try to go next week. I don't know if anybody else is. Um, hope uh, So, I, I, you know. Huntsville's not that far. Be a nice trip uh, to watch the guys play. Um, and we got three points. So we are now on the board. Um, 
you know, uh, Detroit has two wins. Uh, I don't even know what the table is right now. It, it doesn't really matter. We, we had to have this because six point six points back with six to play and the season's done. So even really five points back with six to play, the season is done. So the win was uh, a must if we want to, to pull anything out of this spring quick spring season. I know we're already in the semis, but that does not matter to me. Um, we still nope, need to play neither. well. To me, so, I'm playing it just like it's a regular season. That's right. Single table. Uh, so we, we kind of come back, and again, we've got Maryland, New Amsterdam, L.A., those three games, at least on, you know, I think Maryland, um, you know, Maryland has, has been playing a little better. So that's going to be tough. New Amsterdam and LA are, we've, we've played them in the tournament. And, um, you know, back then we thought our offense was, was pretty good. So I feel more, you know, I feel good about those two games. We have to go to LA and then we play San Diego. Who's playing well. Stumptown is playing well. And then we end, of course, with uh, Detroit. Um, so yeah, I guess you know that we've talked a little bit longer than I thought we would about this, but hey, it was a it was a fun night, an eventful night. Um, and as uh, as our friend, our one of our center backs has said, it was clear that they didn't want any of that smoke. <laughs> Nobody wants that smoke. Let's tell you that right now. <laughs> All right, Todd. So uh, anything else before we just wrap up the the post-match review nope. of this? Three uh, comes early, kids. Oh yeah, Leah. Let's let's get you let let's get you um, get you in bed so you can get some sleep. Again, it was a two-one victory for Chattanooga Football Club. Uh, a, a interesting night. We left it late, but we got the job done. And uh, we will go again next weekend in Huntsville. Until then, go CFC. Three points always feels good. Go Blues. Oh, Mr. Oliveira, with a cheeky goal.